Welcome to Loving Yourself Podcast, a podcast filled with inspiring stories from transformational professionals who use EFT tapping to help clients love themselves more. Each episode delivers empowering messages that self-love can truly change the world. Now, here's your host, Jenny, the genius behind EasyTapping.com. Hi, this is Jenny from Loving Yourself Podcast. We have a very, very special guest today. We've got Jazz Govan. You can reach her at jazz at fasttracktechnique.com. Welcome, Jazz. Thank you very much. I'm excited. Yes, it's so great to have you. I know you have such a wonderful story. And you're doing such wonderful things. So why don't you start with what is your story? What brought you to the work that you do today? Ooh, um, well, I think like most people, I didn't intend to become a therapist or a healer. Um, I was born as a very sensitive child and didn't really re realize that and neither did my parents. So I struggled for most of my life, Jenny, uh, navigating just my way in the world, the way that what was normal for many people seemed to be threatening for me, but it meant that I lived in a permanent state of fear, but I didn't even recognize that. I was just scared of everything. And when I got to be about ooh, 15, um, I decided I'd had enough of that and I created a personality of how I thought I would be more accepted in the world. And I believed I was that personality, very noisy, very loud, very noticed. Um, and I lived my life as that personality for many, many years. And that took me on a journey. It took me uh, around the world or to many different countries. And then I ended up in Thailand um, 20 odd years ago. And it was there that I really started to wake up to another way of being. And I had to do that because my body shut down and um, I would lock, my whole body would lock up and I couldn't move. And I was taken into hospital um, to investigate all of that. And after several days and lots and lots of tests, I was sent home with iron tablets. So there was nothing wrong with me really. Um, but that set me on my path of investigating why I was locked up. And of course that was trapped emotions. And having been this sensitive child and not knowing what to do with how I felt, um, I shut those things down. And also like many told to be grow up, don't do this, don't do that. And so I suppressed who I was, which was this very sensitive little girl. And, um, and eventually I think she'd had enough and she's like, no, I want out. So she shut my body down until I woke up and started to unravel that ball of string of the trapped emotions. Oh, what a great story and how our bodies are so wise and they sometimes gift us with information. It might not always be pleasant in the moment, but what insight you got from that experience and how the shift happened for you, right? Absolutely. And I believe, you know, if it hadn't happened like that, I would still be suppressing all of that stuff right now. But of course, um, we can only handle so much and there's always a time for us to wake up, isn't there? <laughs> Absolutely. And you've obviously done that with great grace 
And now you work with clients and help people go through that same shift, as I understand, yeah. correct? Yeah. Great. So why don't you share a little bit more of, of how you do that, how you work with people. I know you have a very exciting program called Magical You. Would love to hear more about that also. Thank you. So as I started to unravel my own ball of string, I, um, I always do things to the max. And so once I started to understand this holistic way of being, I jumped right in and I opened up my own healing center in Bangkok. And although I didn't have my own healing practice, uh, my job was to experience everything, all the, the modalities that the other practitioners had. So we bring people from around the world to our place in Bangkok. So I got to experience all sorts of different stuff and I trained in many of the modalities. And what became apparent to me is what I like is simple, easy, very powerful, that is duplicable. I love to share. Um, and I became an um, EFT trainer I trained in NLP and lots and lots of other energy um, methods. When I discovered muscle testing, my whole life changed. And I just knew without any hesitation that this had changed my life. And with this, I could do anything in the world. And I don't mean that egotistically. It was just like, whoa, there isn't anything I can't do now. I can muscle test. I can bypass the conscious mind and I can get into the body where those traumas and negative um, emotions are being held. So I decided to create my own system and that's what's called fast track technique. And using that system, which is like a laser, it's, it's, it's amazing. What I discovered, as many, many of us already know, um, is that most adults that come with situations or problems, things that they want to resolve, they, although they might sound like um, an adult situation, they go back, they started way back in childhood. And so it became like a no brainer for me is to create something for kids so that they didn't get to the point where I was shut down and not knowing anything about my emotional state or ways of being. Um, so I decided to help kids. Um, and the way I decided I was going to do that wasn't by educating them or telling them what to do. I think they get enough of that, was to create a game where they could explore, discover, how they felt, why they felt it, and make empowering changes and, and empowered choices about what to do with those emotions through play. Um, but it is also a therapy that goes very, very deep as well. That's so great. What an impact, right? It's and would you have loved as a child to have had that as a sensitive child. I was a sensitive child too. So I know what it's like to have all these feelings and confusion, but you can't express them because in my experience too, they're not allowed to, you know, to be that loud person, the expressive person was difficult for some parents, including mine. So yeah. you don't get to express them, right? So. And I think so also what's important is, is that um, 
children often, younger children, don't have the vocabulary for it. They don't know how to express how they're feeling. So um, they might not have the vocabulary, but when they connect with a picture, the external picture matches their internal picture, which they're feeling, and those two pictures connect, and then the healing can start to happen. Absolutely, for sure. And now, and now you've created this game called Magical You. Yes. And you work with families and kids, right? You want to explain a little bit more on how you work with families? Um, I don't particularly work with families. I train people to use Magical You because it's a simple game and you can play it many, many different ways. Um, so I like to train people to use the card game and support them to become proficient in that. Uh, there's nothing more enlightening for a parent to play this game with one of their children because what happens, Jenny, is when the child expresses themselves from how they feel with their problem at that time, the parent gets to understand the child more fully. So often, parents, even when parents totally, totally love their children, often the advice they're giving to their kids is from hindsight and a child isn't there yet. So if they're freaking out because they haven't got the right iPad, they're freaking out because they haven't got the right iPad and that's critical for them. Parents can't quite get that, but when they can go play the game with their child, and have the experience and the information from the child direct through this game, then they get to understand how and why the child feels like that. So there's a great deal of understanding as well as a physical release that we do within the game. That's great. So you train parents to work with their kids to use this in their day-to-day -day life to help them identify, express, and shift their feelings, whether they're uncomfortable or whatever, correct? Absolutely. You know, it's a big buzzword at the moment, um, emotional intelligence. When I created Magical You, I had no idea of that phrase, but it's the big buzzword. And of course, when you've got emotional intelligence, when you're balancing your emotions, you can respond rather than react. So the effects of that, of course, are far reaching they affect all areas of your life. Right, and to have kids be able to recognize I'm feeling something, I can feel it in my body somewhere, what it is, express it and then release it is such a healthy way to live your life. They're not trying to suppress it. Like you talked about your story of all the suppressed and trapped emotions, exactly. right? If kids could process it, what a wonderful life they're gonna have right to be able to to be able to be aware of that and do that mm. so, so can you share some stories on how it's had an impact on some kids yes <clears throat> um oh amazing and um, one of the most impressive ones was a three and a half year old little girl who was playing who had been playing the game with her mother for about six months and the cards were always kicking around they were they kept them on the piano and um, the little girl one day 
decided to share with her mother something that had happened six months prior. So that was before Magical You. And she shared with her mother that um, she'd been touched inappropriately by a member of the family, um, an uncle, I think it was. And of course, mum freaked out, an only child, she's only three and a half. Um, and so they came to me to ask me what to do. And it totally blew me away, Jenny, because what I saw was that that little girl had kept that emotion, that, that situation to herself for six months. So at three years old, she had made some kind of a decision not to share it with mum, which was um, interesting. And then it was so, but six months later, having been playing Magical You for about three months, there was a trust thing or an opening there or a vocabulary, shared vocabulary. And she decided to tell mum. So a couple of things came to my mind is one is, did it happen? Because it could have been uh, an error, a mistake. She, maybe she, she thought something happened and maybe it didn't. However, what we know is that if we think something happened to us, then that becomes the truth. So that fascinated me. And so she was remembering this as a truth, whether it happened or not, whether it was an accident or not. And so the fact that she was able to share this meant that we could physically release the trauma of that, whether it was true or not, whether it happened or not. Um, but also thinking that by the time she was about seven, she'd probably forgotten about that, but the subconscious would not. So whether it was true, whether it happened, it was in her subconscious and it would have stayed there for the rest of her life, whether um, it had happened or not. Great. And so, so she the, was able to release it then? Ab absolutely. So mum was thrilled to bits. Um, and it just showed me the power of, I think you might even remember some stories for yourself of things that happened to you from your perspective, but that the, somebody else's perspective was, well, no, it didn't happen that way. But when it's our perspective, it's our truth. And that's where there's so many um, conflicts come in because people are seeing things from different angles. Right, well, perception is reality, right? Yes, yes. So, yes, yes for sure. Um, what a great story. Another uh, story, and this happened just recently, um, is I just trained a mother who has uh, five children, and three of them are on the spectrum. She'd been playing the game, or uh, had experience of the game for about four, uh, four or five days, and her youngest son had a meltdown, and she was trying to get them all off to school. And, um, and she didn't know what to do. So she grabbed hold of the cards and they, she started to play the game with the little boy. And within 10 minutes, he'd calmed completely down, was sat in the car and ready to go to school. <laughs> That's so amazing, right? And especially if he's on the spectrum too, to be able to have tune into that language is such a powerful tool for them, right? It really is. And because it's visual as well, they can connect very, very much to the cards and what the cards mean to them, not to us, 
what the cards mean to the individual. So then children are, are learning uh, language in a way of emotions to express them, to heal them, to shift them, that they're going to have with them for the rest of their lives, right? Absolutely. Yes. That's such a wonderful gift. That's so great. And so people then can reach you and, and I'll put the, your email in the blurb here so they can reach out to you to get these cards for their families, which is wonderful. Absolutely. And also just to mention that although the cards were um, created for children and we say, you know, three to 12, actually it's for kids of all ages. So anybody that owns the cards and there's training videos as well, um, anybody that owns the cards can actually do sessions for themselves. Um, and get to understand their inner child more than before. That's a great, that's a great perspective for sure, right? Yes. You could always tap into that and heal some of our old wounds. Yes, yeah, Wonderful. absolutely. Yes. That's great. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast. Do you have any tips for our listeners to help shift them, help them love themselves more? Yes, it's the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> but I think we just have to start with accepting ourselves as we are. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. I think I'd be really bored if I was perfect, but it's to start to love all aspects of myself and to be curious about those aspects that perhaps I've been judging as inappropriate. Wonderful, wonderful. So self-compassion component and not be so hard on ourselves. To yes. accept ourselves no matter what. Absolutely. And it's got to come from within first, right? So wonderful tip. That's great. Well, Jazz, has been lovely having you on this podcast. Thank really you. Really sharing with our listeners really the unique gift you have to offer people and the impact it's having. So I look forward to hearing more on how you can get this distributed to more people globally, right? Thank you. Yes, that would be lovely. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks, Jazz. This is Jenny from Loving Yourself Podcast, again with Jazz Govan. And I'll put in her email in the blurb so you can reach her. Thank you again. Thanks for joining Loving Yourself Podcast. Make sure to visit easytapping.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, SoundCloud, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us out too. If you like the show, you might want to check out Jenny Easy Tapping on LinkedIn. And remember, tapping is a gift of love to yourself.